Solution that Orb podcast coming away, episode 431, QA episode. Steve Schmee here and Rickster. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Hey, Ricky what's up, Beaver. Steve? Yep. <laughs> what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? Four great topics coming away. Let's get started. The first one we're going to talk about is a critique my cycle question that came in. He's running 400 milligrams of testosterone sipinate. 40 milligrams per day of Toronto two bowl. He's 27 years old, five foot 10 and 13% body fat. It's so, critique my cycle is, is uh, one of the favorite threads for guys to post up on, on, on the forums, on the steroid forums and notice critique my cycle guys. It's always a good idea to come and get a bunch of opinions. You come and you post a thread like this. You're going to get a lot of opinions. You're not going to have people jumping down your throat like some other forums. Um, you know, some people get a creamy sense of satisfaction from bullying people and being assholes to people, but we don't do that on Evo. Um, you know, there's no such thing as a bad question. And that question that you ask, other people also can come on, read those questions as dumb as you think they are. And it will also help countless other people as well. So really you're doing everybody a favor by, uh, putting up a thread like this when you're asking questions. So we don't allow people to go in there and, and hammer you. We're about, uh, we're trying to help you. We're trying to help each other. We're trying to network. So I think it's a great question. First off, 27 years old, you're a little on the young side. Um, you're basically, the first thing I'm going to tell you is don't run a long cycle. Because what happens is you're in your 20s. You start running long cycles in your late 20s. By the time you're in your late 30s, you're done. Your HPTA is going to be fried. So I would keep the cycle at 10 weeks. And don't tell me, hey, you know, I can't get results at 10 weeks. Of course you can. 10 weeks is plenty. 10 weeks is plenty. That's two and a half months plus the ester, the sipping ester. So add another four or five weeks to it. So we're talking over three months where you're on hormones. So don't tell me you can't get good gains being on over three months. So you're only 27, protect your HPTA. And our next compound episode, Rick, is going to be talking about post-cycle therapy, how important it is to protect your HPTA. So you guys can uh, check that out as well as the next episode. But back to this topic, testosterone sipinate is an ester of testosterone. The half-life is about, I don't know, 10, 11 days. It's not really important. It's about between 10, 10 to 12 days, okay? It's a very common Testosterone is very smooth injection. So 400 milligrams a week, that's fine um, for a cycle. Some guys go a little bit higher. Some guys might even go a little lower down to 350. And then Toronobol, a nice dry steroid. It's an oral. So you're going to be taking it per day. Now, would I go T-Bowl for 10 weeks? No, I would tell you go five or six weeks with the T-Bowl. Either to start the cycle off as a kickstart, which would be my preference, or you can end it with the T-Bowl. So those are your options. And I would say with your stats being five foot 10, 13% body fat, I think you'll get some good results on it. Uh, make sure you train smart, but you train hard and make sure you have your diet on point. And then you'll get really, really good results on the cycle. Make sure you have all your ancillaries on hand, which we're going to be doing a compound episode, which would be episode 434, which is going to be an ancillary episode where we talk about the ancillaries you should be running on cycle. So we got you covered. 
we got you covered on this podcast. Unlike any other podcast out there, we got you covered. So, Rick, I'm going to bring you in here. Give us your thoughts on this. Again, keep in mind, he's only 27 years old. He's not that big of a guy, 5'10", 13% body fat. What would you do in this situation? I think he's a great-looking great little psycho, man. I like testosterone. I think it's a great cycle to go with. I like turning a ball. Like the fact that he decided to go with Torino ball instead of a bunch of Diana ball and then throwing a rim, a Romison on top of it. Um, things are great, real little cycle. How's your diet? How's your training? You know, 400 milligrams of testosterone is already more than your body will na- make naturally. And 40 milligrams a day of Torino ball is already more combined than your body will make naturally. So you're definitely going to get some faster results. What's your diet and training look like? You know, at that, at that point, that's what's really important. So um, 13% body fat, not too bad uh, at all to use steroids. I mean, I've, like I've said here, here before, I, be during, during just a regular year, I'll hover between 8 to, to 12, 14% body fat myself. So it's fine. If, the, if he was 23% body fat, I'd say, listen, man, you need to go drop some of that fucking body fat before you start you start on these steroids, but the fact that he is, you know, he looks, he's fine. I mean, I think he's a nice cycle. I don't, I don't have a lot to add to this one. Keep some anti-estrogens on hand in case you need them. Uh, use n 2 my product and the number two, Slin, S-L-I-N.com. Go to n 2 Use n 2 with your cycle and then use my HC Generate product for a PCT. Now we call it N2 Generate, of course. So go to hcgenerate.com. Use that for PCT or just during. And you have a, a great, great cycle, man. Why not? Keep keep it rocking. As far as uh, age, height, that's it, dude. Looks good. 27 years old. It's, it's not too young for steroids. 27 year, years old. I think if most guys waited until about 27 years old to run their first cycle and, and just straight natty, straight natty from, you know, their late teens over to, 27 uh, that's you you would have by then exceeded your genetic potential what your genes will be able to do for you and then just throwing the saws on top of it you're going to get some nice permanent gains that it'll be real easy to keep so nice little cycle um good age good body fat percentage not too high i think it's fine man just diet and training kill it with that next one i want to bring you in this guy's uh has still having low estrogen issues Let's pop this one up here. Three weeks after stopping aromasin while on 250 milligrams of testosterone per week. So he's got low estrogen and I guess he got blood work done. Let's make that assumption. And what do you do in this situation? It's been three weeks after you stop taking that estrogen blocker and you still have low estrogen. What's your thoughts on this one? Uh, my thoughts is what we've said here before. Anytime you fuck with your endocrine system, you're you're gonna have issues. You're gonna have problems, and you might you might still you might still need uh, additional follow up time. Um, now, the low estrogen problem is not it's not very common. It's not very common for guys to have low estrogen while they're still injecting testosterone while they're still injecting steroids you know they there's been other 
compounds that have been tried used uh, in human trials to see if we could find something to replace testosterone. And the reason um, none of these have cut the mustard yet, the reason none of these none of these have worked for us yet is because uh, they don't create enough good estrogens. So if I finish my whole cycle and then weeks and weeks later, I'm suffering from low estrogen side effects. Uh, I personally, I haven't ran into that problem, but if I personally did, I'd probably start on a very, I would probably start off with my, with blood tests to see where my normal testosterone levels are. And if my normal testosterone levels are, are, chances are that they're low. It's a very good chance that if you have low estrogen, you also have low testosterone levels. Maybe throw a little bit of testosterone into your system at that point, um, along with a PCT protocol as well to make sure that you're not fully suppressed and, and see if your body makes some estrogen. It's, it's, just, a, it's just a little home, homegrown way to try to uh, finagle it, deal with it and see, and see what happens. But this is not a very common problem that I've, that I've seen around. If anything, sometimes uh, guys, their estrogen will bounce back and then you have high estrogen, especially uh, guys that go on, on hard uh, anti-estrogen, something like Femara. Uh, you might see an issue with it later on, but just a, a tiny dose of weekly testosterone, just a little bit, just to see if it comes up. And I definitely run um, something like Clomid even, or like a, a HG Generate along with that little bit of testing, just to see if your, if your estrogen normalizes, and then you'd want to try to come off and just give it a chance. But if you put yourself in a situation where after your cycle, after everything, you got low testosterone, low estrogen, uh, and you can't do much to kick it back up, you could try, if you have low estrogen, you could also try HCG. HCG has been known to raise your estrogen along with your testosterone. Maybe you can uh, pump in a little a small dosing of HCG every other day, and that might also uh, yield some results. There's a couple of different tricks you can go around kind of kind of kickstarting your production normally. But at the end of the day, there's a very good chance that if you fucked with your endocrine system and your testosterone continues to stay low, uh, you might have just you might have uh, uh, pushed yourself into needing testosterone replacement therapy earlier than you would have. Maybe you would have needed it anyway. She got older. But this one or two or three or four cycles you did. Uh, costing now to really need it and um, you might run yourself into that situation what, what do you think steve pump up the jam pump it up remember that song it was big in the 80s back in your day yeah i remember I'm, back in the day those uh those songs with uh with the soul uh singing female on in, in front of some drums that was like that was really that th those were in style back in the day remember that yeah yeah is is it back in your day? You so, remember, you remember, feel the vibrations, feel it, feel it. Oh, that's uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. That that's another one, but that, you know, it had it had the high pitched um uh, female kind of a soul voice singing background. It was really popular back in the day. You're almost as big as Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Marky Mark, that guy sucks. Remember that from the movie Airheads? Mark Mark Wahlberg. You know, he kind of gets embarrassed when they bring up he used to be Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. He, he don't. He, he likes everything about his career except having been Marky Mark. 
Oh, I mean the Funky Bunch one. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you don't, you, know, you know his brother was also in a, in a was in a boy band. Um, maybe, maybe. Yeah, one oh. of the big ones. Says for I can't remember which one it was, yeah. but it's one of the big ones. One of the ones my little sister used to like. I think back when I was younger. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. When you have a little sister, I guess that makes sense. I was gonna say you're into boy bands. <laughs> All right. So with the estrogen, here here's the telltale signs when you have low estrogen. So, and um. You know, you guys, a lot of you guys are new to, you know, to the game and stuff. And a lot of you have been around in a while. And, you know, whether you're new or you've been around a while, you may not realize it. But low estrogen is a bad thing. High estrogen is a bad thing. And low estrogen is a bad thing. You want it balanced. So if you got low estrogen, one of the telltale signs could be your mood, could be you're feeling depressed, could be your joints hurt. So libido issues um and at the end of the day when you slam your estrogen too low that's that's what happened so the only reason this guy even knows this is because he ran blood work but there's tons of people out there who are using aromatase inhibitors on cycle and they're slamming their estrogen too low there's tons that aren't, aren't running it properly and their estrogen is too high but the only thing that separates them is, the, you know, people are too lazy to run blood work. So if you come on the forum, check out my signature. I've got a link on how to run blood work. It's very important to check on this every now and then just to make sure everything's right. Maybe your AI is bunk. Maybe your AI is too overdosed. Maybe you're running too much of a dosage. Could be different factors. So at the end of the day, this guy is doing the absolute right thing. He's recognizing something's wrong. He's coming on the forum. He's asking the question. And this is the correct thing to do. We want to see people do that. So my advice is keep running the testosterone and just stop the aromacin and give it another week or two. Things will rebound back. You'll, you'll be okay. So everything's going to be okay, buddy. No reason, no reason to panic. Next one we're going to talk about is how long to take off in between cycles. So the cliche answer on the forums that we've seen over the years is like something like time on equal time off. That's the, you see what I'm saying? Meaning time on 12 weeks equals time off 12 weeks. So take, you know, if you're doing a 12 week cycle, you take 12 weeks off and you go back on cycle for 12 weeks and you take 12 weeks off back at four. The problem with that theory though, the problem is you're not counting for the esters. So if you count for the esters, that 12 week cycle is really 18 or 20 weeks because that's how long it takes the steroids even to leave your system. So that's a problem because you're shut down the entire time. Even there's a low amount of the hormones in your system that is still going to cause you to be shut down. So you have to run your steroid cycle with the idea that you got to run your post-cycle therapy and then you got to take enough time off when you count the esters. So in other words, if you're in a 12 week cycle, it's going to be in your system for 18 weeks, for example, then you run a six week PCT. I would definitely come off for 18 weeks because that gives your HPTA time to recover. Now, if you don't give your HPTA time to recover, your pituitary glands are the brain of your reproductive system. If you don't give it a chance to fully recover, let's say it's on the road to recovery and it's producing a little bit more LH, a little bit more FSH slowly, and then you start throwing hormones back at it, 
that's a problem because then you're shutting yourself right back down. And then you run another cycle, you do the exact same thing, you're shutting yourself back down. So that's, that's, you know, that's the problem and you're never going to recover that way. So I, I recommend if you're going to follow one of these time on time off things, do time on plus the esters, however long it takes them to clear your system. If you're doing long esters, you want to add like six or seven weeks. If you're doing short esters, you want to add like three weeks. And then you add that to your time off and just to make sure. And then you really need to run blood work. I'm sorry to say you have to run blood work to confirm that you've recovered. Because if you don't recover fully and you keep going back on cycle, what's going to end up happening is you're going to burn out your pituitary glands and then you're going to need to go on TRT for the rest of your life. And a lot of these geniuses on the forums, they're all experts, they're all gurus on PCT, yet they're all on TRT. That's, that's the hypocrisy of it all. And we have a lot of hypocrisy in the fitness industry. I see it all the time. It drives me crazy, but we see it all the time. It's dishonesty and it's hypocrisy. And it's not right that they are giving advice that is going to make you have to go on TRT in your 30s because they fucked up and they're on TRT in their 30s. So if you want to protect your HPT, I'm giving you the bad news right now, guys. I'm giving you the bad news. You have to come off for time on plus the esters. So if you're doing a 12-week cycle with long esters, you're going to have to come off for 19 weeks. 19 weeks is how long you have to come off. That's just the bad news. From the point of where the esters are out of your system, not from their last injection, from the point where the esters are out of your, out of your system. That's a long time, and a lot of guys aren't willing to do that, and that's why they're on TRT in their 30s and even in their 20s in some situations. What's your thoughts on this? Um, how long you take in between cycles has, has a lot to do with your experience, what you're trying to accomplish, what, how much risk you're willing to take. All these things need to be taken into account. Um, I think for most guys out there, most guys that I talk to, your goals are not crazy. You're not looking to walk around looking like, like Mr. Olympia just to go to work. Most guys uh, say they want to look like Brett Pitt in Fight Club. <laughs> you know, they just, they want to just have some good muscle tone and be pretty lean expectations beyond that just aren't aren't that huge in order for guys to really be doing these crazy kind of cycles that i i see a lot of people talk about doing so there's no reason to there's no reason to really stay on too long um me personally and i like to always use kind of my own experience in my own life as, a, as an example it's a couple of little short cycles eight to 12 weeks. If, if I did an eight week cycle and a 12 week cycle, uh, we're talking about 20 weeks on steroids and the year's got 52 weeks. So not quite half, but close to almost maybe half of the year on the sauce. 
it's kind of all you're ever going to need. And there's times when I've just taken off from steroids for a year or two completely. How long to stay on? How, how, how good do you want to look? And are you really strict with your diet, with your training? And what needs to get you there? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's different for everyone. But what Steve is suggesting is, is I agree that the longer and the more time you spend on these drugs, the harder you make it for your body to bounce back and, and be, be fine, be natural again. That's how it is. I mean, the longer you stay on them, the longer you do these drugs, the harder time you're going to have getting off of this stuff once you want to get off of this stuff. So don't overdo it. Don't stay on, on the drugs too long. If you're already a high-level competition guy, you know, or mid-tier or even just bottom-tier trying to get up there competition guy, and you're already holding to a ton of mass, it's a good chance you might have to stay on year-round, even if you just take a little bit, put yourself on your own kind of TRT, because you're holding on to some mass that's gonna that's way more than your body could hold on to naturally. And as soon as you get off the sauces, everything is gonna melt right off of you. Melt right off, no matter how much, how crazy you try to stay in the gym. And that's when you reach a certain kind of threshold of mass that your body would just never hold on to naturally. Then you just got to kind of stay on. But there is a there's a point. There's a, there's a point where you can use the steroids to gain more mass than you naturally would. But once you recover your natural testosterone production, you can come off the steroids and maintain most, most of that mass. Maintain it. That's only 15, 20, maybe 30 pounds over what your body could have achieved naturally with five, eight years of natural training and, and, and proper dieting. Uh, with the steroids can get you an extra 10 to 30 pounds, depending on your size to begin with, of permanent mass that you'll be able to hold on to with your natural testosterone production. Once you start going above that number, you know, 40, 50, 60 pounds, 70 pounds of huge, you know, it's big muscle mass that you're holding on to. You kind of have to kind of sort of stay on something all the time. If you try to come off of it. I mean, unless you got incredible, amazing genetics, you start to try to come off your, your steroids, mass is going to start melting away. Even if you eat properly, even if you train hard, the mass will just start melting away. You, might, you could maybe get on some supplements. Some, some herbals, some, some stuff to help you boost testosterone production naturally, some stuff to help curve the catabolic hormones. You could do some, some natural over-the-counter things to help. But really, once you get above a certain amount of musculature, unnatural musculature that you gained, you'll have to kind of stay on, stay on for a while. So back to the core of the question, how long to take in between cycles? Just like do to a year, man. Do do one little short cycle of gain some some mass to gain more mass than you could have that year naturally, and then do another little short cycle um, before uh, the season where you're gonna be have less clothing on, and and do a little cutting cycle so you have some some great pictures at the beach and great pictures at some of these uh, summer trips. Run a couple of those per year. This is old school. This is I mean this is not a new idea. This is going back to like early two thousands. Guys would do a, a, a nice bulking cycle and then another cutting cycle every year. And you'd be kind of done. 
your bulking cycle would, would help you gain more than the maybe five, 10 pounds you naturally would gain in a year, you gain more than that. And then you get the, you get the cutting cycle to help, help you stay looking lean and looking hard for some good, good pictures. So don't, don't overdo it. Don't do too, don't do too much. And just, and just remember what your goals are and what you're trying to achieve here. Some guys are happy and willing to just be on TRT in their late twenties, early thirties. They they're, they're fine. They're fine. They like it. They don't feel good when they come off the steroids, even, even though their testosterone, normal testosterone levels are an acceptable normal range. They don't, they, they, can't, they don't want to settle for normal testosterone. They want to be just a tick or two above natural and they'll stay on all year. Those are the blasting crews guys and, and all these different uh, new um, ways of, of calling their cycles. But at the end of the day, you really want to take as much time off. You don't want to put yourself on TRT. You want to make sure to come off, give your, your testicles time to, to make their own testosterone, stimulate them with, with the herbals, hcgenerate.com. I keep pushing it. And that's kind of the way that that's the way that I'm still doing it. Um, 40 years old. I'm, I'm not, I haven't put myself on TRT yet. Still have incredible libido and testosterone levels. Even when I come off the steroids, just using my herbals and, you know, every little trick that I can to keep my natural production up. I think that's the ideal way, man, to not, not be on the synthetics, not have these synthetic drugs floating around your system, you know, all year long. Coming off of them, making sure your body can can sustain and, and can keep going with it. I mean, that's just my opinion on it, man. It's it's a uh, it's that's that's what I got. The next one we're gonna talk about, guys, is going to be I'm gonna bring you in on this one as well, Rick. Using steroid SARMs with your spouse. So um, touch on this for a little bit. I'll give you the floor for like five minutes, and then I'll, I'll chime in and we'll finish up the show. I mean, I've done it. I've does this. I've dated girls and we, you know, we grab some, some bar together and split it. <laughs> we grab a bunch of bar, a bunch of Winnie, you know, I, I've had girls use some of my leftover, uh, leftover gears um, from my cycle. I did, I did a, a short Anavar cycle, go to anavarbook.com, anavarbook.com. That's going to be released uh, very soon. Uh, join that group. When you go to anavarbook.com, it'll, It'll forward you to the group, join it, because you're going to have a chance to get the book soon. And I did that cycle, and I had some some bar left over. Uh, and my girl just, just my girl at the time took it from me, just said, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm taking these. So it's it's common if you, if you date a fitness person for that to maybe go on and happen. Now, you shouldn't try to get some regular girl on steroids. You shouldn't be the dude that's like the gateway to, for some person to do drugs they've never done before. Uh, I don't, I don't really much agree with that. Um, in any drug, you know, you don't want to be the first one to be there when that girl smokes pot. You don't want to be the first, you don't, you don't, you don't really want to get, bring people into, into kind of these worlds um, where they're a little bit dark and you've made some choices to be there, like the steroid world, you know, you've become a criminal, to be in it, you know, you don't, you don't want to do that. That's just my opinion. I think it's one thing if the girl's already doing it is already on the grind. Um, I've had girls that are not 
using drugs, but they are kind of fitting this uh, grind. And they, they want to ask me about Jews and uh, what about steroids and, and what Anavar and Winstrel this and this and that. And you know what? I just say, look, um, don't do it, baby. Let, just, just here, here's some bridge. Here's, here's a bridge and then two slim stack from my store. Try that bridge and two slim stack. It's natural. Some herbs in it. You're gonna be. You're gonna feel great, and you're gonna make great progress. And let, let's talk about this diet and training. You know, and I, I'll try to like, try to get people that have never used the steroids to not, to not use them, to not take the jump, because I think, I think the majority of people out there are using steroids, probably don't need to be, not to look the way they look. To to be honest with you, not to look the way they look. I think a lot of people try to make up for bad habits in their eating and, and, and bad habits in their training by adding steroids. And if they just got their diet and training strained out, they'd look amazing and wouldn't have to take all these steroids. So that's just my, my opinion on it. I, I don't, I don't like to be the, the first one to bring someone in, but if she's already in the game, if she's been doing it before she met me, if she has plans to continue to do it, do it while we're together and she's going to continue to use the sauce when she, when her and I uh, part ways, uh, chances are we're, we're, we're probably going to share some bottles of some stuff and, and maybe give each other our shots. That's just, that's just what's going to happen. So that's just my opinion on it. Um, so I, I'm, all you guys out there on your fitness grind, take us some juice. Uh, your wife, your girlfriend becomes a little bit interested in fitness. Don't fucking give her any drugs. Just don't do it, okay? Go grab some Entuslin, some Bridge from my store. Bridge is another great product for females, an incredible product for females to make good progress and building muscle mass. Go grab some Bridge and Entuslin stack. Let, let her have that. And it's not going to be a, as, as negatively impacting on her, her body as, as Anavar or something crazy like that. And, and you're keeping her from becoming a criminal. You know, you don't know... Um, she might go and try to get some some Anabar from someone on her own. She'll get screwed as far as products she's getting. She might be uh, she might get pulled over one day and 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 have uh, the bottles in plain sight of her purse and get arrested. I mean, you just don't know the variables with um, with opening the gateway for a female into this this dark underground world that we deal with uh, with these drugs that we buy from you know illegally. So don't don't just don't be the gateway for anyone in your life to do any of that. Try to avoid it and try to talk them out of it as much as you can. And that's it. That's all I have to say, man. What you got? Yeah, Roka, I take a different perspective. Um, I mean, I get this concept of people want. I think maybe you um you took the question a little uh, differently than what the person on the forum was asking. Um, I think what he was probably getting at, he wants to run a cycle with his girlfriend, like run, you know, work out together, run steroids together, run SARMs together, et cetera, et cetera. My perspective on this is don't te don't be a but don't buddy buddy with anybody, whether it's your wife, your girlfriend, your brother, your sister, your friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever. Don't buddy buddy with people because everybody is different. You're going to get completely different results and it doesn't help each other. If you're gonna, if you're gonna train with people, you're gonna train with someone and they're gonna slow you down, or you're gonna slow them down. 
you know, so training in a group, doing steroids together and, and all this stuff. Like, I get it. I get the concept. Everybody wants a friend at the gym. You want a buddy at the gym. You want to work out together. But at the end of the day, listen, she needs to be on her program. You need to be on your program. You do your thing. Let her do her thing. Doing this like, yeah, let's just both run Anabar. I'm going to run 50 milligram Anabar. She's going to run 10 milligram Anabar. We're going to go to the gym an hour a day together. We're going to commit to it together. It sounds really good on paper, but it never ends up working. Because what ends up happening, I've been there, done that. What ends up happening is you're done with your workout and you're like, shit, I want to get home, cook dinner. I had an eight-hour day at work. I went to the gym with you for an hour. I want to get home, cook dinner, eat, watch some TV, go to bed, and then wake up at six o'clock tomorrow for work again. Are you ready to go? No, I'm, I'm on, uh, I'm doing cardio for another 30 minutes. And then you go into the cardio room. She's on the cardio machine doing her little elliptical, yada, yada, yada for 30 minutes. It's like, shit, I want to go home here. There's going to be traffic, blah, blah, blah. Vice versa. You're working out, you're doing your weight training session, you're got the pump going. And she's like, she's like, yeah, I, I want to go. I got other stuff to do. I got to go buy, you know, my dad something for his birthday, blah, blah, blah. I got to go. So looking, listen, you take your car, let her take her car, separate cars. You do your thing. Let her do her thing. Same thing with cycling. You're going to run a cycle with her halfway through. She's going to have something come up or she doesn't want to finish her cycle or vice versa. You're going to want to change your cycle. So look, it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. You want to be flexible and you want to do your own thing. I would not recommend doing something like this. And I've had clients come to me, you know, husband, wives, girlfriend, boyfriends who want to do something together like this. They want to get in shape together. Yeah, let's get in shape together. It rarely works. It rarely works, you know, that way. So you both have to just do your own thing when it comes to fitness. She might rather work out before work. You might rather work out after work. You know, she might want to do cardio, the elliptical for an hour while she's watching TV on the little the screen. You might want to go weight train for an hour. It's different. You know, you guys are different. You're different. Everybody's going to be different. This is a very individual hobby, weight training and steroid use and all this stuff. It's very individual. This isn't football. This isn't soccer. We're not team here. We don't do, we're not, you know, a team, you know what I'm saying? So it's a very individual thing. And if you want to get the most out of your cycle and your workouts and everything, you need to do, do your own thing. So that's, you know, that's, that's my opinion. Just think about it. And I get it. Like everyone wants a friend. You want a friend to go to the gym with. It's fine. Go to the gym, socialize, meet friends at the gym, get in a couple sets together on the bench press, spot each other. But don't take it any further than that. You, At the end of the day, like I said, you're going to go much further when you're your own man. You're your own woman, whatever. You, you know what I'm saying? You've got to do this on your own. This is an individual thing. So whatever motivates you, use that for, for the gym. All right, buddy. So great show. I'm sure we'll hit this topic again in the future. I think it's a good topic. This was episode number 431. We'll have another Q&A coming your way, 433. Enjoy it. Take care. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, Dad.
Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.